All right, everybody, welcome back to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, across from me, as always, my most uh, wonderful cousin that I've ever met in my life, and and the ever-popular now cousin uh, uh, on the Nosebleed's Facebook page, Adam Schmidt. How are you today, sir? Magnificent. Magnific- how are you? If I was any better, I'd be you. Have I used magnificent before? Nah, I feel like I have. I don't think so. No, okay. no. Nope. I, got, I started a little uh, list here, and I don't see magnificent on it. I think you're good. <laughs> good. Good to go. Glad you're keeping a list. Yeah, it's a short one. I only got three of the eight, so we're getting there. Uh, every So, welcome back. We are uh, we we uh, had a kind of a fun show last week. We're gonna we're gonna go through some things. We'll, we'll go over what we did last week on the uh, with some response. That we got on Facebook. We appreciate all the comments. Thank you guys very much. Um, you can find us on Facebook at The Nosebleeds or Nosebleeds or The Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Search those. You'll find us where the first one pops up. There's not a lot of people named Nosebleeds, I guess. So, <laughs> Although I did know a guy one time. His name was Bleed Nose. So if it switches it, you might might find him instead. His name was Bleed Nose. Bleed Nose. I want that to be his real first and last name. It wasn't. No. But I want that to be his real first and last name. Not at all. Maybe I'll name my kid Bleed. Yeah, there you go. I'll name... I'm not having another kid. <laughs> all right, so today we're going to get into uh, a little bit of the Reds. We're going to start with some Reds. Uh, we are going to go from from there uh, to go over kind of what we looked at last week, we talked about last week, and uh, then, of course, the NBA Finals as we speak right now. Uh, the third quarter is coming to an end. Golden State's currently up 83 to t- uh, 81 with 20 seconds left in the third. So if we sound a little uh, like we're not paying attention at points, it's because we're probably watching the fourth quarter more than we're actually doing the show. So we're going to try to wait to get to the NBA Finals talk until this game's over and uh, go from there. So let's start it off, man. Let's Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey, they finally made the move. We talked last week about how – they needed to make a move somehow. Was it going to be Bailey to the bullpen uh, when Disco was ready, or was it going to be um, Sauramano getting sent down? Mm-hmm. So they made the move. Homer sent to the bullpen. Disco comes in, comes up to start. However, they didn't need to release anybody else because Homer then goes to the DL. In a, in a strange turn of events... Because nobody knew about this apparent knee injury that they're saying he had that Jim Riggleman said everybody in the organization knew about. Nobody outside the organization knew about that somehow. But, but somehow it only came up as an issue for to send him to the DL when they make the decision to put him in the bullpen. Right. Um, so, yeah, very odd timing on that move to the DL. Uh, maybe a coincidence, maybe Likely not. It doesn't seem like one. Uh, he no. was he was clearly unhappy about the demotion. Um, he was asked by a Reds beat writer if he if he thinks if Homer Bailey thinks he will be an effective reliever, and he responded, "Probably not." Well, that's good. It's good that it's good to have uh, <laughs> confidence in yourself. I guess. What a great attitude. Great attitude. Yeah. Like okay. Guess what? You are going to be terrible now. I mean, it, well, you, you you're. <laughs> If you think you're not going to be good, you're not going to be good. You're you're on too big a stage. Yeah. One defense for Homer Bailey, though, is 
What what do you think as a reporter, as a beat writer, to ask that question? What do you think his response is going to be? I mean, I, I he, would hope he, his response is, you know, I'm I'm going to go out there and I'm going to throw my best, and yeah, I think I think I got I got really good stuff, and and maybe in a short pe- period of time I'll be able to fix some things, and and I'll be able to get back. I think I'll be a good reliever here for a while, and that's, but I will be back in the starting rotation. That's how I'd go about it. Mm-hmm. Now and, I'm not. Uh, 28-year-old, I'm not he's Homer Bailey. 32. 32, <laughs> whatever he is. Wow, he's that close to my age? Uh, yeah, I think wow. so. Yeah, you guys mm. are basically best friends. Um, yeah, me and Homer, best friends. That's like me and Man Buns being best friends. <laughs> or no. skinny jeans. No. No, I think I, I dislike Homer Bailey as much as I dislike men wearing skinny jeans. Huh. Yeah, and which, by the way, is probably... That's high on your list. The only thing any higher might be uh, men in capris. So if you're in Boston, this, this, the city of Boston or the state of Massachusetts, and you're listening to this, I'm sorry, make a decision. I mean, I have some shorts that look like they could be capris because they're like shants. They're just long, but they're baggy, long, baggy shorts. Yeah. Uh, not tight, you know, four inches below my knee, Six inches below my ankle, above my ankle. Who capris? Do you remember we went to Massachusetts? There were multiple men in Massachusetts wearing capris. I can't. I can't do that. I'll be honest. Huh. I don't remember that at all. We no? did go. It was awesome. It was 2002, and we saw. We went on a tour of Fenway Park, and then we were at the game for Barry Zito versus Derek Lowe in Fenway Park, which in 2002 they were like two of the best American League yes, pitchers. Yes, they were. Um, so that was an awesome experience, but I do not remember men wearing capris there. Yes. That's a big thing in Boston. I, I, I think it's an East coast. Ooh, I almost, wow. I almost, I almost, <laughs> I almost said something that All I right. would have gotten thrown have off a, of have radio Have a drink stations. of water, take a big deep right. breath. I'm good. Just, I'm good. You're going to be all I'm right. Good. It's, I understand it. Look, men wearing capris, I, oh, odd to me, odd to me, um, Skinny jeans, we've we see plenty of those around here. Oh my gosh, uh, um, I you know whatever. We have family I, that's starting to get really close to having a little too skinny jeans. Family with skinny jeans, uh, gotta, d- they're just they're just getting that. a little too close. They're not there yet, <laughs> but they're dangerously. You close. know, there is a there is a thing now though that wearing pants that f- that are form fitting. Uh, the running these these Adidas running pants that look mm-hmm. like tights with the elastic on the bottom. You know, I went out and I bought four. I I was at the Nike outlet store and I found Nike sweats like the old ones from you know ten years ago, baggy at the bottom, no elastic, no no strings, just just a pair of baggy sweatpants. I bought four of them because I'm scared. That in my lifetime, I'll never be able to buy those again after <laughs> Kanye West walks around with these sweatpants on with a with a six-inch elastic band on the bottom. Look. That looks ridiculous. Fashion is cyclical, okay? Fashion as soon is as, ridiculous. As soon as everybody starts wearing all the tight clothes, then LeBron James and Kanye West and whoever else is responsible for the fashion world for deciding what's in Cam style. Newton. Cam Newton. Cam whoever, Newton is not. Cam all the, Newton is all not those responsible guys, for fashion. All those guys that are responsible for what's in style will start wearing baggy stuff again because everybody's every now everybody's following what they started originally. 
All right. Well, I guess we'll it's going to come back around. Don't worry about it. All right. You, you've got right. your baggy stuff. Right. You're ready to I'm go. I'm good. I'll be I'll be ready here in 15 years, and <laughs> then so, when I when I wear out those four pair of sweatpants, be, I'll be able to come back with some new ones. It'll be like two years from now. They'll be mm-hmm. back in. I promise. I'm tell you the other thing that happens a lot uh, as we watch this game. It's not so bad right now in the NBA, but in college basketball, I think we've talked about this on a previous podcast. The shorts that basketball players are wearing are starting to get on my nerves too. Thank you, James Harden. It is hard, hard for me to also find a pair of shorts that I can wear anymore when I go to the outlet, any of those Nike stores or any of that, because they're all above your knee. They want they want the, the end of the shorts to be at your knee. I can't buy XXL because they fall off my butt. I ain't got a butt, so yeah. I can't wear those. Can't tighten them tight enough. Uh, so larges just don't work anymore. I don't. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm I'm sewing up holes and and trying to keep the ones I got as long as I can. You're in a predicament. I'm. I am. I'm in a predicament. Is and, correct. And so is Homer Bailey. Yes, he is. Sorry, I apologize. And no, that's perfectly fine. We're Homer Bailey now is. So here's the thing. So on May 30th, they announced Jim Riggleman announced they were demoting him to, to the bullpen. Right. He didn't pitch. And then on, I believe it was June 3rd, they they announced that he was heading to the DL, right? 10-day, right. I believe. Um, so today, from what I understand, they they said Tom Brenneman on the, on the broadcast tonight, Reds lost 5-3, uh, but on the broadcast, Tom Brenneman said that Jim Riggleman said that Homer Bailey will make a rehab start in AAA as a starter. So... Really? Yes. So, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to come back up and be a starter. Or does that mean that when he makes his rehab, he's coming up and they're sending, they're going to send a, like Salamano down? That's and I'm thinking there. that's a possibility, certainly, because, and that's I mean maybe Bailey threw up uh, enough of a fit, or they are just trying to avoid what they what they know or what they believe is probably going to be a, a pretty tense situation where Homer Bailey doesn't want to pitch out of the bullpen. Right. Is he gonna? I don't think he can refuse, but um, I, I, he, I mean, I guess he could. I don't. He could, I don't think he would go that far. I really don't. As much as he doesn't want to, I don't think he would go that far. If they told him you're in the bullpen, and they call him in the middle, they call back there in the middle of the game, get Bailey warming up. Bailey, get going. He's not. I don't think he's gonna sit there and refuse. You don't think so? No, I don't. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. We we've never. I don't think I've, we've ever seen anybody in baseball do that. That that I know of. Mm-mm. So and I don't think Homer Bailey's that bad. I, I <laughs> you might. <laughs> I don't think he's that bad. Um, I think he would, and I think there are enough guys around that would that would talk to him and be like, "Look, I know this stinks. You don't want to do this. Go about it the best way possible. Be as professional as you can, and and work your way back into it at the end of the season. Demand a trade or whatever, whatever you have to do, but just deal with it." deal with the situation now and now he's he may get an opportunity to just go right back into the starting rotation when it's he's done, it's, but, it's what it's looking like but but maybe not maybe he just goes down there because it probably doesn't make sense to send him down there and maybe have him throw an inning and then you know an inning the next day or something yeah, like cause that because that's, really reha- that's not really that's not really rehabbing right. anything or testing anything right. out. So but, but that's not what they would purposes. do that's not how they do when when they rehab a reliever they come in for two innings, three innings, they or or a certain amount of pitches. That's what they do for those relievers. He's not just going to come in for an inning unless he unless he throws thirty pitches in an inning. Then maybe he's only in yeah. there for an inning, like he which, was like he was throwing exactly <laughs> like he was doing when he was up here anyway. 
Okay, so that's an interesting situation. We'll keep an eye on it. Um, but for right now, that's that's what's going on with it. So uh, on on the, on the upside of the Reds, which which is a big thing of what the Reds are trying to do, the draft ended today. Uh, was it thirty rounds, forty four rounds? It's some ridiculous yeah. no, number I think it's, of rounds. I think it's two hundred and thirty eight rounds. <laughs> is it really? Are no, you, it's oh, not. Okay. At all. I, was, I wouldn't doubt it. I really have no <laughs> idea how many rounds there are. I probably could probably find out. But, I would be drafted in the two hundred and like fourteenth round. All right, so there's uh, looks like forty rounds. There's forty rounds in the Gosh. in the major, league. and I, I'll go through all forty if you like me to. Yeah, can you? Uh, will you the, please of, announce no. every player that was so, drafted? The Reds took with their first pick uh, a third baseman, mm-hmm. fifth overall, Jonathan India, uh, Florida Gators. What do, what, what do you think about this? So, from what I understand, very good hitter. Very good hitter. He hit uh, 360. He was the SEC player of the year this year. Yeah. Hit 365, 16 home runs, 40 RBIs in 54 games. I mean, those are great numbers. Yeah. Um, he also, uh, from the scouting report, is a very good defensive player and versatile. That's so that, the big thing. Right. Because, look, you have – you drafted Nick Senzel two years ago, and he's your top or second prospect, right? He's a third baseman. He's been playing some other positions. They right. they tried him at some other positions as well. But he's the third. They drafted him as a third baseman. Correct. You also signed a Eugenio Suarez to a seven year deal in spring training. That's the one. <laughs> he's Suarez, your third, he's Suarez your third isn't going anywhere. Right. For and seven years, Suarez is going to play third. That's he, is. They've already the way, made that commitment. The way he has played the last two years, yes. Now, but they said, and and they even asked, they even asked India. Where do you see yourself playing in the majors? And he said he would like to play shortstop because that's wow. he played shortstop his whole his whole life until he got to Florida, huh. um, and then they made him a third baseman. But um, you know the Reds brass said like, look, this kid's very versatile and he he can play different positions. We'll try him at some different things. Yeah. So not necessarily going to be a third baseman. He was a third baseman in college, a very good one from what I understand, um, and he'll be. And that's the thing. So that's the thing too. I so in the in the last few years I've really gravitated toward this thing where I I would always if if it's my draft if if I'm in charge of drafting players for a team I go college player over high school player almost every time. What do you think about that? All right, so college player so I am a I'm, a, I'm a, I I read the Billy Beans, you know, book uh, when yeah. that came out the Moneyball. Uh the movie was okay, but the book I I've read about three books in my life that were more than a hundred pages, uh, front to cover, front to back, back front cover to back, cover to cover, cover to cover. That's the, that's the saying I'm trying to, one was the Bible. Two was Moneyball. One, one was Moneyball. And the third one was that book in fifth grade. Um, shoot. What was it? Um, whatever the book was in fifth grade that you had to read. And you actually read that one. I I might I'm just have. Kidding. I don't I have know. no idea what your three yeah, books were. I don't, but Moneyball was one. Uh, of them. Moneyball was one of them. Uh, I've tried to read many. I love sport. When I was little, Matt Christopher. Do you oh, remember Matt yeah. Christopher books? Yeah. Hard Drive to Short. Uh, yes, Hard the, drive to the, short was the my kid favorite. with the glass arm. I mean, there's all <laughs> kinds of good ones. Uh, so I read all those, but they're only like 30 pages, so that wasn't that big a deal. I I enjoyed those. Uh, anyway, he was a big proponent of only drafting college players. And he would draft, and he, you know, th- this, you know, goes even further into on base percentage and walks and things like that that he was looking at. And in one time, drafted a kid that probably would have been drafted in the two hundreds, 
uh, like fourth overall mm-hmm. and told him just listen you just don't come asking for a bunch of for a bunch of money because you're a 200th pick but we right. want you so anyway the whole thing about that is you are able to get a better grip of what these players who these players really are you get a, a longer span you get you get a a better group of players they're playing against they're not just playing there's you know a million high school players there's thousands of of college players and there's hundreds of major league baseball players so you're you're slowly dwindling it down the better competition and the kids are maturing at that age they're just you your body grows so much from 18 to 22 mm-hmm. mine grew in multiple facets mostly sure. in my gut but uh, <laughs> uh so yes i agree with you there now on the other hand there are phenoms that come out you got bryce harpers you got mike trouts when when a guy like that comes around there's nothing you can do i mean that's it you you if you don't take them and you have the first pick I don't care what your thought process is. Don't be stupid. Don't pass up on something like that. But for the most part, I am a college guy. I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think they're they're developed more. And it, when you're drafting, especially for baseball, you are drafting based on potential and what you think their ceiling is, or you know. And it's so much harder. No matter how talented a kid looks in high school, it's so much harder to really project what he's going to be as a major league baseball player for ten or twelve or fifteen years. Because major league baseball is so much different. Now, there's more money probably if you can make it. There's more money there than any other sport. But at the same time, it's so much different than every other sport. One. There's 40 rounds <laughs> in in every draft for every team, right. plus supplemental picks and all this other uh, minutia that comes with trades before and after deadlines and all kinds of crazy stuff. So there's a, I mean, there's a lot of kids that get drafted. Tons of them will never, won't play this year. They'll stay in college. They'll go to college instead of staying in high school. But um, I don't even. I I, I just don't. I I don't. I don't. Where was I going with this? <laughs> well, co- so college, we we agree. That we do agree. Mostly, mostly, we would choose college players over high school players. That's what because, I get for watching this game in the background. <laughs> just because that's why I kind of turned myself away from it a little bit because there's no way I'd be able to concentrate. But so yeah, I, just because just for the they're they're two or three or four years further developed yes so you have a better idea and and to me that means that means there's potential to get a guy up to to the big league club within a year or two instead of three or four or five or six if you draft a 17 year old you know out of high school you know who throws 95 which is great and he'll probably develop but you don't know for for everyone for every Bryce Harper and Mike Trout that worked out that were drafted as oh, a high school player, hundreds and I hundreds mean, of yeah. ones that didn't, and that's what I was getting at before is is the money. And there's more money there, so it's if you can make it, then there's 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 big money to make. However, unlike in football and basketball, where if you get drafted, you're pretty much going to be on that roster. I mean, you got a really good chance of making an NFL roster, an NBA roster, if you're drafted. In the first round. In yeah. the first round. Mm-hmm. 
you're in baseball's first round. It could still take you five, six, maybe never years right. to actually make the big leagues. So that's the biggest difference um, to me. So, yes, the get a college kid, you got a better understanding of who that kid's going to be, a better chance of him coming out and getting to the big leagues faster. I completely agree with you on that. So, uh, right, so congratulations to Jonathan India. Yep. The Reds' first-round pick. Hopefully can't wait we'll... to see how it goes, man. I hope you make it short because we can't find one now. We've been we've been <laughs> trying ever since Lark left. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, so so one more thing about the about the MLB because the MLB draft is is not like the NFL draft or the NBA draft. It doesn't have nearly as much fanfare. They they haven't figured out how to because people don't know who these people are. They don't know who they drafted. are, and there's 40 rounds, and yeah. they're not going to see it's, these guys next year. They're going to get drafted, and nobody's going to know who they are. Right. Yeah. So so, but one of my favorite things about the major league draft that I make sure to look at every year, especially at the end of the draft, is, and this makes me feel so old every year, so much older every year, is seeing players that we saw play their mm-hmm. sons. Yes. Being, being drafted, right? Yes. There are a ton of them now. Yes. There were We talked about we talked about one that we love, which, you know, who who's still in the minors. I mean, the Vladimir Guerrero and Vlad Jr., that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's it is really cool to see that. So go ahead, continue. Sorry. Yeah, Pud Rodriguez's son is up up with the big club now. Yeah. Um so but so there there were a few pretty there were twenty nine over the first three days, not including today, there were twenty nine Players wow. that were drafted that had ties, so either a father, a brother that maybe plays now, yeah. um, a an uncle, uh, Jimmy Rollins' cousin was drafted. Really? Yeah. Um, Rollins has got his. Uh, he's got a brother, or something also that that's playing that plays somewhere, doesn't he? Oh, maybe. I thought yeah. I heard he's got a a nephew or something like that that might be out there somewhere. Too. I love Jimmy Rollins, but so the the guys that. The, I think the highest the the highest profile fathers that I saw that were drafted over the first few days, um, David Weathers, Ryan, yeah, Ryan Weathers, right. David, former Red, David Weathers' yep. son. Um, he was uh, so he was drafted seventh overall to the crazy Padres. crazy story. So my dad and I years ago, I couldn't tell you how many years it was. I would say probably ten or twelve years ago, maybe. Uh, we, for Father's Day, did the Reds go down on the field and toss on the field. Awesome. It was the cool, I got cold chills yeah. right now. It's hotter and I'll get out down <laughs> here, but I got cold chills right now. It is, that was awesome. So uh, as we're there, Weathers was with the club and he's holding a little baby and has a little kid walking with him. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder, like, man, he came over and talked to us and, you know, said hi and had a little conversation for a minute. Uh, he was out there. So, yeah, I, I, there's a good chance that I've met the seventh-round draft pick before. I remember seeing David. Or not the seventh round, but the seventh all-time. I remember overall. seeing David Weathers pitching to his son out in the outfield and his son trying to hit balls over the wall from like, from like you know, 30 or 40 yeah. feet away or whatever. <laughs> but he, you know, and he was, I don't know, like six or something like that. But he has become, he was the, uh, the high school Gatorade player of the year this year. Really? And, and, and all of the United States of America. Wow. Um, left-handed pitcher from high school. Um, and he was, he was drafted seventh overall. So we'll yeah. see. Also, interesting fact, he is being represented, his agent, Kent Merker. 
You gotta be kidding me. Former How former David that? Weathers yeah. teammate yes. on the Reds, Kent yes. Merker, who was a hilarious guy. And he's an agent now. So Kent Merker, if I remember correctly, he reminds me a lot of like a Sam LeCure kind yeah, probably. of a guy. I, yeah. I, I feel like I remember like some Pretty down good, to earth, sarcas- good very sarcastic kind of, yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. been cool listening to Sam LeCure on some of the um, broadcasts yeah, yeah. too this year. He's been, he's been good. Right. So anyway, so just a few more pretty big names. At least their fathers were big names. Griffin Conine, Jeff Conine's son. There you go. Mr. Marlin. Yeah. Uh, Cody Clemens, your boy, Roger Clemens. Roger, my boy, yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, there was a long time where I, Roger Clemens was, I loved Roger Clemens. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that the guy's not a great pitcher and shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but. I was just going to say, I was just going to say he should be in the Hall of Fame because I thought that would be a little dig at you because I thought you would say he shouldn't be. No, I, I think he should. Under your I skin. think he should. There's but a few of those steroid <laughs> guys that should be, and I think he's one of them. All right. Uh, George Bell. George Bell Jr. was drafted. George Bell, the 1987 American League how many, MVP. So now my question is, how many Bells is that? How many generations of Bells now well, have been? There's Buddy. Not the, not the same it's, family. I thought Buddy but, Bell and George. What's what's Buddy Bell's dad's name? Because um, uh, Buddy Gus, Bell's dad Gus. and Gus Bell, and then he had a son. I thought I, that I was there. I don't know. There are a million Bells, bells yeah. that were yeah, from, here, right. from around here or whatever. Um, so George Bell Jr., last one, Logan Browning. There you go. Mr. Mr. Perfect son. I love it. Mr. Logan Perfect Browning. Tommy Browning. Tom Browning, awesome guy. We were we were at a Reds game uh, last year and uh, did this sit-down thing up in the right field, staying somewhere, and it was breakfast with Browning they do like every yeah. Sunday. Super cool. He just walks around. He's just there on Sunday, uh, you know, 1 o'clock games, and he just walks around from table to table, and you want to sit there and, and bullcrap with him for a minute, he's down for it. Don't talk about anything. He seems like that kind of guy, yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Super, and, and and he sat down with the family and, like, just wanted to – didn't care. He said, hey, what you guys got going on? Talk baseball, talk – you know, you, you could talk about the – Talk dating the, apps. Talk dating apps if you want. <laughs> Speaking of dating apps. <laughs> oh, God. So. Tom Browning's not on dating Tom apps. Tom Browning's I'm not sure on dating it. apps. No, I know that for sure. He's, uh, that's a, yeah. Uh, I, I know he was, his wife was having some trouble. Hopefully she's doing better. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, good job, Adam. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> I bet you felt like a million bucks all week when you were getting multiple multiple comments on our last podcast all about the dating sites. We had some women that have never listened to a podcast, any of our podcasts before that listen now. And I think uh, if I remember correctly, I saw the one that got me the best. I want to, I want to say hello, Ashley. Uh, I think it's okay to say her name. I, I feel like it's okay. She posted on there. Somebody could see it. My favorite part of the comment that she said was, uh, I I know Adam from these dating apps in which we've all met her. She she was actually at my uh, best friend's wedding. I was the best man in. She was there uh, with you and nice girl, super nice. And she said, Adam Schmidt is the reason that I added in all capital letters that my dog and I are a package deal on dating sites. <laughs> so yes, so that. Some of the things I had to say last week about my hang-ups with uh, the uh, repetition of 
the same three or four or five things. There were even a couple things I didn't <coughs> mention um, that seemed to be on every single profile. Um, Outdoors, <laughs> must love dogs, travel the Tra- world. Traveling, yeah. Um, I'll, I'd be happy to bring them back up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, no, we got we got some pretty good feedback, and some of our some some other family members and stuff that didn't like you, like you mentioned uh-huh. haven't listened to before that you know they saw that we spoke about that and they wanted to hear what, what we had to say about it and uh, and yeah, B. so Big shout out to Aunt B. Aunt Thanks B. for listening. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and she spread the word too. Yes, to, to a few people. So yes. she's she's doing us a huge favor there. Um, so yeah, but the most interesting thing was you mentioned Ashley, who was a former girlfriend of mine and there was another former girlfriend of mine who reached out and said that she had listened to it as well just to hear what i had to say (laughs) um both of those young ladies both extraordinary people um i met both of them online on dating sites um both had a dog both had a dog (laughs) that i you know got the pleasure of spending lots of time with um and uh yeah it was uh I, I, look look it's a good it's a good thing to to put on there honestly it's a good thing because and look most people don't care if you have a dog or not cuz most people like dogs and i'm kind of one of those people that i don't necessarily hate them anymore but I am not. It's not I, something you need. I pref- you don't. You don't I, need to love someone's dog to be in love with them. That was your point. That was my point. And, nice. and I don't prefer to have dogs around <laughs> if I have a choice. Okay. Um, there's a lot we could go into that. We won't. Um, right. Anyway, but it was very interesting to it hear was. from two people I did not expect to hear from on that, and uh, it was kind of fun. Yeah, to, that was, to hear it was a lot it. of fun. We I, so we're gonna try to do something goofy like that. Maybe uh, try to break up our segments and and maybe see if we can't get Adam route up more often than Just not. A little non-sports yeah, thing yeah, for, yeah. To, to get the people to listen to. If you're bored with sports or whatever, that's fine. If you got any ideas or you know Adam or or you know me and there's Chris something too, that we yeah. get excited about that is pretty probably pretty stupid that we get nobody else would get really interested about except us. Please let us know. Give us a comment. Be happy to do it. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna call it something. It might be the, uh, you know, off the court. I think might be what we call it. I, Adam had that. I like, kind of like that. Something, something like that. There you go. Just, anyway, so on this note, real quick, before we get off of here, uh, the final. It's, there's two minutes left. The Cavs are down four. Uh, they've missed way too many free throws at the end of this game, and there's been a ton of fouls. That one probably was the only one that was a foul out of <laughs> out of all the ones they called down the down the stretch so far. Anyway, there's a rush shot that need to take. <laughs> Another offensive rebound. Okay, so anyway, so I want to get to this because I have a question. LeBron just hit a three. Unbelievable. <laughs> so speaking of dating apps, mm-hmm. uh, so I had a, uh, I got a, a buddy of mine who uh, when I would travel, uh, he would we go we go to the bar and sit down and have a drink and and then he'd pull up his little dating app and he'd just start going right and just just he sits and you know whatever you know he's just right left and right left and right left whatever so i got it. we started having a conversation and i said okay so you just get on these tenders and these bumbles and 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 real big fishes and all these things like this <laughs> and when you do it you you're you're looking at a picture of someone and it's just their face you have no idea he said he would say 60% of the time the person that he walks into the bar to meet 
not the same. Doesn't look at all like the person in their picture. Now I'd almost call that a low number. Okay, so here's my question for nah, maybe you. Maybe not. Maybe that's pretty. We accurate. talked about this, and there was a there was a female bartender who was a Tinder person as well, and they had a conversation about it. It was pretty funny. So if you walk into a bar and you know that's the person, and that is not the person that you were swiping right for. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to just turn? I mean, what do you do? You just turn around, and walk out. Do you walk up and you do? Do you confront him? He said he confronts him. He said he'll walk up and say, "Listen, I'll buy you a beer. I got no problem doing that." But this ain't gonna go any further. You're 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 not the person that I that that I thought you were. You're wow. you're misleading, which means you're probably misleading in other ways. And I, that that's it. I feel like that's okay. That's, I don't know these websites very that's well. That's big time. But you can see a scenario where that happens. And 100%. I think that, I think that happens a lot. And I'm sure it's both ways, not just women. I'm sure the guys do the same thing. Listen, yeah, absolutely. I have experienced that, okay? So, good question. Everybody, I'm sure, would handle it differently. I would handle it differently. I know how you would friend. handle it. You would end up dating that girl for six months. <laughs> oh, man. Yikes. And I hope there's not someone out there that you dated for six months and they think I'm talking about them. That's not, it's no, just no, a no, random no, no, number. No, no, no. Yeah. That, but you're, <laughs> I totally understand where you got that take from. No, I, you know, I would, <laughs> I would not go that far, but I would. And have, you know, just try to have, uh, you know, just just go ahead. Look, you were planning on going on a date. Just do it. Just, but, just but do, do you, it. do you say something about it? I don't know. I no. feel like they're misleading you. I feel like Certainly. that's a misrepresentation. I feel like you could almost sue them for your money from that you paid for dinner. I feel like you could go to small well, claims court, sue them for misrepresentation, get your money back. If you're going to go through all that, just... Go ahead and walk if out. Judge Judy, turn, if Judge Judy wants out. to take my case, I'm going. <sighs> Judge Judy, maybe that's a topic for one of those days because, boy, oh, boy. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to get distracted. Okay, don't. <laughs> but lo- watching you watching the game behind me, <laughs> that's distracting. It's a four-point game with 40 seconds to go. <laughs> okay. Um, I yeah no I would just go ahead and go on with the date and try to have a nice time mm. and be respectful and not say anything about that and then just not continue on with the relationship after that yeah. and if they have a question about why or whatever then maybe I could find a way to very gently um you know talk my way around that being the case um so I don't know. It, it, you can handle it however you want. I, I don't want to ever be – I don't want there to be any kind of tension or any kind of uncomfortability. Has so any, I, has any Have they ever done that to you? Has any, any girl you ever walked into to somewhere, like say, okay, hey, 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 how you doing? Swipe. We both righted each other. No. Great. Let's go here. And then get in there and they're like, you know what? Uh, I don't uh. – Oh, I, I think I've met girls that probably weren't as interested after I, after we met. In ma- as a matter of fact, yeah, I know that's the case. Cause it, just, <laughs> it just happened not that long ago. But but look, but that's it's a, a numbers it's, game, man. It's right? Totally, yeah. I feel like I'm it's totally a numbers fine. game now. I'm, it's totally fine. But it doesn't happen a lot for me because I, I of course I'm gonna try. We to all find, know you're very very picky. I'm very picky, absolutely. Yes. But I Obvious on my profile week. though, I try to. I try to like everybody else find the best pictures I can of me. I don't think there are I don't think there's one good picture that exists of me, 
but I try to find the best ones that I think and put them up there. But they look like like I there's no I can't do angles and stuff like these girls. I'm telling you. Okay, I'm gonna try. Not I found, to- <laughs> dude. I found. I figured it out. So. Uh, I'm not going to say who it was who told me these tricks, but there's someone, and well, she's never going to listen, but her husband might. She showed me these <laughs> tricks okay. on what you do. See, to get yourself Everybody looking skinny, them. you got to stick your stick your chin out, take the picture from above, uh-huh. suck your cheeks in, make a duck face, uh-huh. and all of a sudden you're and, and take eighty it from, pounds, and take less. it from like chest area up, uh, cleavage area up is seems probably, to be or even just, or even just your face or whatever. But yeah, sure. nothing. Be- right. So th- there are a lot of tricks, a lot of angles, mm-hmm. a lot of lighting stuff, um, makeup. Certainly, that's one of the advantages that the ladies have. Sure. Um, not that some men don't use makeup, probably, but they also wear skinny jeans and capris. So, jeez. Oh, um, nah. <laughs> all right, all right, off that, off that. But no, yeah. I look, that happens. You handle it however you want to handle it. I prefer to just go ahead and 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 go on with the date and and be try to have a nice time and then just from there on you don't have to do anything. You don't have to talk to him anymore if you don't want or whatever. That's the end of it. That's the end of it. Good for you. You're such a gentleman. <laughs> You're such a gentleman. All right. Yeah. So here's the deal. Uh Steph Curry is sitting on the line right now. Uh, they are up by six, I believe, right now. I would say standing. I don't. He's not actually sitting on the line, but he's standing on the free. Well, line. when he stands next to Kevin Durant, I feel like he's it just looks sitting like he's down. sitting. That's a yeah. great point. So anyway, Kevin Durant just hit a three to put him back up to put Golden State up six with t- twelve left. This game's all but over. Most of the people have left uh, the game. Kevin Durant had an amazing game today. He hit big shot after big shot every time they needed it. He. I, Everybody knows how much I love LeBron James. I think LeBron James is as good or better than anyone that's ever played this game. I think he's amazing. Kevin Durant, I don't think he wants to be that, but he. I think he could be that same potential. He is amazing. He's seven foot, handles the ball better than half the guys on the court. It's It's unbelievable. They just won by eight. Game's over. 110-102. You heard it here first. Probably not because this won't be out till tomorrow morning. <laughs> right. uh, no, it won't. It'll be out. It'll be out in uh, it, it, about an hour from now. Huh. Okay. Um. Okay. So yeah. So Kevin Durant. I'm I'm glad you brought him up. And yeah, he he's been he's been good in the finals so far. Um. And and that's 3-0 now. Warriors are up 3-0. Next one's in Cleveland again, but. That's this one hurt, man. Thirty three for LeBron, thirty three, ten and eleven, and he's gonna and, and, and people are gonna say, Ah, you know, man, eh, wasn't that great of a game. Forty seven seven minutes for LeBron. He got I'm glad uh, he got that rest. He needed a rest. Here's my question for you though. Uh this is the question I have now. LeBron James puts up these gaudy numbers all the time in, in all these games. And when he has a game like uh what did he have uh in game two, I think he had twenty twenty seven or something like that. With thirteen and nine rebounds, thirteen rebounds, nine assists. That is a phenomenal game for anyone yep. in the NBA. Absolutely. But he's looked at as yeah, eh, yeah. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron needs to play better. Like, huh, what do you want the guy to do? I mean, I don't think of it that way. He's uh, maybe he's, yeah, I just feel like I hear it that good. way. Sure, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure some people say that, but I I think most people feel like most people were under the same impression that. He he's got to get more help, 
You know, I, Kevin Love gives you a double-double, which is great. He can give you 20 and 10, and he, he has been. But um, besides that – He had a great that, first quarter today. Yeah. Uh, but he had a double-double at halftime. Yeah. Um, he had 15 and 10, I think. But at besides him, you have to get – you know, you have to get more out of J.R. Smith. You have to get more out of – And J.R. Smith Kyle. had a good first quarter. But yeah. here's the thing. They could beat any team in the NBA. There's no team beating Cleveland in the NBA in a seven-game series except this Golden State team. This is the only team I think that could do it. I don't think Houston, Houston – I don't know I don't know that Houston could do it. Watching Houston against against these I, – I, I think they would have matched up better against Houston. I don't know that Houston has the length – to be able to guard LeBron and I mean Iguodala. Let's be honest, Iguodala's back for this game, mm-hmm. and he uh, nobody's going to call him a LeBron stopper because there's no such thing. But he's done a great job on him. He's long, he's decently quick, and he's strong. Mm-hmm. And that's what you ha- you have to be strong to guard LeBron. If you're, I don't know that I don't know that Houston would have had anybody strong enough to take him on. They would have probably put Trevor Ariza on him. And Trevor actually, Ariza and, looks and, cl- closer to Le- the Kevin Durant than he does look like. He's a he's a th- like he's a thin Iguodala. guy because he's long, but he's a he's a defensive player. And PJ Tucker, you're right. He would well, PJ Tucker. They would have yeah. they would have had him on him a lot. And he's yeah. a very physical player, very physical, and he's strong enough to guard LeBron. He LeBron he gives up a few inches to LeBron, but yeah. but he's really strong and he would be really physical with LeBron and he'd probably get called for a lot of fouls because LeBron's going to get those calls. But but he would wear he would wear LeBron down a little bit and yeah. LeBron's is fit and ready to play forty eight minutes. As he's anybody. in the be- he's in the best shape of his entire career right now. He may be. Um, I mean that's what he said and they showed these workout routines because last year he didn't feel it. Last year he realized that he was not in the best shape of his career and he got himself and he got. He spends I want did, 1. I think I heard 5, I think. I was just going to say 2 million dollars. I heard something ridiculous. 1.5 million dollars just on his body. Mm-hmm. That's yep. taking care of his body. That would be unbelievable. That would be so awesome. Do you think that includes tattoo money? No. No. You think he's done with tattoos? Because that because that's not taking care of his body. That's actually that's actually the opposite of <laughs> taking care of your body. But um not that I don't have a problem with tattoos or anything. I just Anyway, I'm tatted up. He says that just because he wants to. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 head to toe tatted up. You are. Yeah, you're looking right at me. I'm. You're looking at my skull that I got tatted on my face right now. <laughs> I saw a guy ask me for money in Columbus the other day. I'm sitting in Arby's uh, parking lot on the <laughs> phone, and this guy walks up with a twenty-five. It's raining. He's got a twenty-five dollar uh, Applebee's gift card, and he's standing by my car. While my windows are rolled up and I'm on the phone. And he's just standing there. And he has a skull tattooed on his face. His face is a tattoo of what his skull probably looks like. And I'm like, what in God's name makes you think that I want to talk to you right now? Are you kidding? So I, I, I you know, but me, I, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> you want to talk to everybody. 100% I love talking to anybody. <laughs> so I crack the window down. And he says, man, uh, can't, can't, I need to get an ID so I can get into a, a homeless shelter. Uh, but I, I, and he pulls out these like three singles and a $25 Applebee's gift card. And he goes, I got $6. 
<laughs> and he had, <laughs> he had three bills in his hands. They were all singles. I have six dollars in this thing. Uh, I just need. And I was $3 like, three dollars yes. on an Applebee's. And I card. I looked at him and I was like, and I looked at him and I was like, the guy. I got my phone on the speaker in my car. Like he can hear this guy talking to me. And I'm like. I gave him the old wait a second, pointed at the car, rolled the window up, stood next to my car, pouring down rain in Columbus. Oh I'm like, you God. know what? For that, I stopped. While the guy was on the phone, I rolled the window down. I took $3, and I handed it to him. And he's like, oh, man, thank you so much. And he tries to give me the twenty soaking wet cardboard uh, that, this, that this gift card's taped to. And he's trying to give it to me through the window. And I'm like, skull face. And I realized that he's got skull fingers as well tatted. <laughs> you said skull face? Yeah, I said skull face. I don't need that, dude. And he goes, no, 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 just take it. I don't know where it's where this place is even at. And he threw it into my car. I now have a, t- I'm scared to do it. I don't know what to do with it. Dude, it's a $25 Applebee's gift card. I did not check it to see if it has money <laughs> on it. But it's still glued to the wet cardboard. A couple of things. One, if it was an Arby's gift card, that would have that would have been, been great because I was very I had not gone inside Arby's to eat yet. So it's hilarious <laughs> that you were sitting in an Arby's on the phone, <laughs> sitting in an Arby's parking lot on the phone in Columbus. Oh my God, that's, bacon! That's my I, favorite I, I part, got, honestly, I, of the story that you were just I got sitting bacon. in an Arby's parking lot <laughs> on the phone. I was planning on getting. I get. I like to get the bacon, beef, and cheddar, double meat. Take the bun off. Oh my God! Take the bun off. Horsey sauce and Arby's sauce, and go to town. I'm trying to lose some lbs. I take the bun <laughs> so off. That's a perfect way to do. It. <laughs> take take the, the bun off. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, skull face. Well, you I don't, don't want to, you don't want any carbs, obviously. Yeah. Speaking of skull face, let's get back to uh, LeBron's tats. One, one more thing though, my second thing on that. <laughs> okay. Do yeah. you have any idea how much cocaine he cut up with that with that <laughs> gift card? No, with I, that Applebee's three dollar gift card. I, you know, he he seemed like he was either coming down off his high, or or he maybe was on something at the well, time of look, a downer. He's got six bucks now to, to get his next thing. He's got now find a new, he's got he's six dollars. He's got to find a new gift card. I felt bad for him it, to cut it up. I gave him six. I you, you said you had six dollars. You held up three singles. <laughs> now I feel like you really need to if you're going to tell the story to the next person, tell it right. He threw that thing in my car and sped walk to the street and took off walking down the street. Like it was almost like we got in an argument at the end because I didn't want his $25 Applebee's he, gift card. He's got enough for a gram now. Who doesn't know where Applebee's is? <laughs> uh, apparently a homeless guy in Columbus. I don't know. It's how ridiculous. did he get a $3? Anyway, uh, I don't know how he got a $3. It's not a $3 bill, man. It's a $25 gift card and three singles. Right. right. But how <laughs> Uh, somebody must have given him a $25 Applebee's gift sure, card. I guarantee it. Which is They're a driving brilliant down the idea, road. which yep. is a very good idea if you want to help a homeless person, but you don't want to give them money because you're afraid they're going to use it for drugs. Yep. I usually keep water in my car all the time. Mm-hmm. And if there's a homeless guy sitting there and he's giving you the stare because they stare into your car, I got no, whatever, mm-hmm. I understand. I grab a water. I give him a water or two every time. I don't give him. Yeah, I, I usually don't give him any money. I just give him water. But this guy needed $6, obviously. So I. I helped him out. For his ID? Yeah. ID ID. costs more than $6, I'm sorry to tell you. 
Whether it's not a driver, not a driver's license, just a state ID. Yeah, whether it's cash money. I got, the or problem uh, is, I think he's probably going to need his his birth certificate or social security card to make that happen. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he doesn't have. He's going to stand in a long line at the DMV and find out he's Oof. way short. Oh, that's going to suck. Poor Skullface. Skullface, I'm sure you're listening. Obviously, um, and uh, I gave him I a nosebleed you're... sticker, nosebleed sportscast sticker as oh, well. Good. So there's a good chance. Good. He'll he'll probably put that on his ID. He'll put that on his, put that on his bunk at the uh, homeless he's shelter. Tr- he's gonna try to sell that for three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So real quick. So go back to this. Uh, so LeBron James. Okay. So while we're on the topic, let's just you know what this 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 show has gotten a little out there. So I'm just gonna bring this up for you. Okay. Real quick question. Uh, sports related. Um, with LeBron James. Higher hairline, LeBron James or Stephen A. Smith? Uh, Stephen A. Smith has the higher one. LeBron, Stephen A. Smith has more hair though. Um, so LeBron is, you can see very I'm not talking easily. about the plugs or whatever he's got in there. I'm talking about the actual, when he's playing and you the can see line. that. I think it's higher. I think, think his LeBron's is, oh yeah, I think his is higher than Stephen uh, A's. I, now I'm going to have to look at a picture of them side by side, but I feel like just off the top of my head, I feel like Stephen A. But, um... That's a that's a that's such a good question, and it's a question that I want to really dig into mm-hmm. and and really investigate. Um, well, I'm going with Steven. I'm going or I'm going with LeBron. You're going because if I mean LeBron is obviously the best at everything. He's definitely going to win that. Here's my as thing: well. is he in the finals here? He's let his hair the the hair that's there get a little long for him. Like if I'm him, and he I think pretty pretty clearly maybe not as much this year but pretty clearly over the last few years as he's definitely been losing his hair has been a little uh, self-conscious about it i think because he used to do the headband mm-hmm. that covered the yep. fit the wide yep. headband that covered it and then he quit that and he he's he's had some different looking thicknesses 1.2 million dollars that he spent on his body that a big chunk of that went to his hair at least eight hundred thousand minimum um but the way that it's growing right now, I mean, I do all the way down. Like, if he doesn't want to shave, he shaved it. He shaved it completely bald in the off season. Yeah. Like one time, I think, and that was it. And he he posted this video, and it went all viral, and people were doing because he was working out and he was singing and he did this face wipe thing, and people were doing their own versions, putting out their own versions of the. I don't know what's going on with the internet, but holy cow. <clears throat> anyway. Why not cut it like all the way down, like all the way down so that you just so maybe you see like the shadow, but it's so short because the longer it gets, the more obvious it is. I agree. I agree that that short stuff in front's fake. It's been time to come on home for a while. 100 percent. You know, I got a bald buddy of mine and he's never pretend. He, hey, if you go bald, it. brother, you got to own it. He you owns got to. it. And hey, he's a beautiful man. Nah, he's got a big bald head. head. He's got a pretty big dome. That's OK. And that, well, he owns it because he his 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 fantasy teams are named that. I mean, little big dumb, yeah. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> he's such a he's such a wonderful guy. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a decent guy. All right, so uh, and he better he better get his uh, golf game on because we we need we need to make a move tomorrow. Uh, so let's get off Noted. of this. So I I do want to say this real quick about about the Cavs. One thing that's killing the Cavs in this series, and has killed them uh, for a lot of this playoffs. Point blank easy baskets. 
How many layups, uh, just backdoor cuts that there's no backside help. There's no just wide open layups. No, not contested. How does this happen? I'm glad you said that, and I'm glad you you kind of explained it as wide open, um, because I th- I feel like there's I a feel thing- like if you're not contested in the paint, you're wide open. You might have a guy on your back, but those are they're wide open. If they're wide open, they're wide open. What I one of my things is that that I've heard that I hear people say a lot is you can't miss easy shots and bunnies. Well. The thing is, a shot from two feet away from the rim is not an automatic easy no, shot. No, that's not a bunny. You're almost never going to get a wide open shot like that, that close to the rim, very, very rarely, because there's always going to be, almost always going to be some, there have been times where there hasn't been, like you said, but sure, you're almost always going to have somebody at the rim waiting for you or, or meeting you there or late help or whatever. There's some kind of pressure from a defender somewhere that is going to make you, you know, think about changing your shot. If you know, even if you don't, or make you change it, and just just that little pressure, or a guy going up to block your shot in front between you and the rim, no matter how close you are, that's not an easy shot. If it's defended, no. you have to figure out how to make a shot over him, and it's also hard sometimes to make a shot that close to the rim. Because you're not, I mean, you practice jumpers, you practice finishing at the yeah. rim and stuff, but usually not in traffic. And you're usually getting hit. There's you're there's usually physica- hit. there's a lot of physicality down there that's not getting called. Some of it that is, but I mean, there's usually some kind of contact that's going to happen to you. That's going to throw you off. So, but but with the Cavs, it's it happens. At the end of this game, they gave up three of them that just wide open easy bunnies. I don't. Un- Sorry to say, bunnies. Wide open, easy layups. No. I don't understand. They are bunnies. I don't. I don't understand how this happens to them. You don't. You don't see any of these other teams give up as many as the Cavs do. Yeah. If they're if they're missing layups, they're in big trouble. They're in big trouble whether they're making or missing layups, to be honest. But they're in really big trouble if they're missing layups because they're not. They're too inconsistent as jump shooters as well. So LeBron James has turned himself into a pretty good jump shooter. Um, Kyle Korver's a good jump shooter, but they're not running anything. I feel Nothing. like they should he, be. Why? Why is he not take, getting more shots? Getting more plays yes. called to him? Yes, and that's. Exa- I I feel like they could be. I feel like their offense needs to be changed. I, I feel like this team is better than it is than yeah. it's, than it has played really all year, because I I just feel like they could do something. They could they could make they could do something similar to what the Warriors do or did. And and just like move the ball, they like don't crazy. move the ball. They it's, it's it's LeBron drive and kick it out. LeBron fake a jumper, throw it inside. It's and I love LeBron, and he can keep games close by doing that, which is an is incredible in itself. But if you you got to when they won when they won it two years ago, when they had Kyrie in that, I mean there was a lot of isolation ball that was played. Mm-hmm. But when they would get hot, they'd get hot from the outside and they move the ball around and it would just go all the way around the perimeter until they got that wide open three. And they did that a lot that year. They did. It's it's not not the same team and I'm starting to get a little worried. I said I said Cavs in seven. I'm not backing down. <laughs> they have to win the next four games. Um, exactly. Yeah. I say that I say the Cavs sweep. 
Cavs sweep the uh, Cavs sweep the the last four games of the series. The Warriors. It's this is going to be a four game sweep. I will never remember the first three games. I I want. I'll to... act like they never ever happened. What? I apologize because I keep cutting you off. No, I'm serious. <laughs> what is a what is a thing that I would never I would never do? Like I will do that thing if the Cavs. <laughs> If the Cavs, oh I will, gosh. I will, I will, please, I will, please, if you've listened this long and stayed with us, comment, go to Twitter, that Adam Schmidt 44, is it Adam Schmidt 44? Adam Schmidt 44. At Adam Schmidt 44 on Twitter, at SickWitted on Twitter, tell us if nose, this, nosebleeds uh, on Facebook, nosebleeds on Facebook, please comment, tell us what, what it is that Adam should do. Here's my first idea, and then I'll leave it up to the people listening to, to give other ones. If if the Cavs sweep this series, I will enroll in the Iditarod, the the dog the sled the dog sled race over like <laughs> hundreds of miles through Alaska. Outdoors, outdoors, outdoors the world. in the frozen Boy, air. If that's not the three things you hate more than anything, outdoors, uh, way far away with from dogs I am. traveling. I love it. I enroll in the Iditarod. On that note, everybody, please listen to the listen to this. Comment, like, subscribe, do the whole thing. Uh, share it with your friends if you think it's funny. If you think it's fun, uh, you know, we 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 really appreciate all the comments. Jen, thanks for the post that got all the big comments going this week. Yep. Uh, Ashley, thank you so much. We appreciate. The, the listen hopefully we get another out of you uh and and i laugh for days at what you said on there i'm not gonna lie to you so uh you can find us on facebook we are the nosebleeds nosebleed sportcast adam once again on the tweet box you are adam schmidt 44 i'm at sick with it uh you can catch us on itunes soundcloud youtube and Castbox. And don't forget to post your Beat the Streak over to us, either at the Facebook or at the Tweet Box. Uh, at one of us, we've got a group now. It's the Slippery Dogs. Search Slippery Dogs and Beat the Streak group. There's three of us in there, me, Adam, Annihilator. Uh, check it out. Get on there. I'm currently at a one-game hitting streak, which is absolutely horrible, which uh, is now probably going to be zero by the end of tonight. So, Adam, have you done anything good this week? I'm at a modest four game right now. Four game, not bad. So get in the group, come beat us. End of the year, highest highest number uh, throughout the year. It doesn't have to be the highest at the end of the year. Just whoever has the highest throughout the year is going to get a Nosebleeds uh, Sports Podcast gift box. It, it's, it might have a hat. It might have a couple shirts. Not exactly sure what's going to be in it yet, at least a shirt or two. We're going to hook you guys up. Please get on there. Maybe a sticker. I don't know. I'm thinking about now that I've, yeah, after giving uh, Skullface a sticker, I feel like I need to at least give the winner of the Beat the Streak group a sticker. Yes. Beat the, Beat the Streak is an app presented by Major League Baseball. You just pick a pick a hitter every day, any hitter that's playing that day. It shows you their matchup against the starting pitcher. Go to the, just search Beat the Streak. You'll find the app. Get on it. In the top left corner, you get the menu, go to groups, find Slippery Dogs, search for Slippery Dogs. That's us. Join the group. We'll be able to see what you're doing. You'll be able to see what we're doing. Not only not only could you possibly beat me and Adam, 
which is going to be difficult. But if you can beat 50, if you can go more than 56 games, you also will have a chance at winning $5.6 million. So good luck. Good luck. Good luck is probably the best way to put it. Because that's all you're going to, I mean, you're not going to get it. It's impossible. Yes, it is. It's not, it's not impossible. Actually, people have done it, but. Have they? Yes. I didn't know it was done. Yeah, nice. Somebody did it. All right. Well, that's all for today. Uh, for Adam, I'm Chris. Don't forget to turn your lights on. Oh.